0: Hey Shanna, did you know that you can purchase audiobooks directly from your local bookstore?
1: Yes, with Libro FM, you'll get the same audiobooks at the same price as the largest audiobook company out there. You know the name. But with Libro FM,
0: you get to search up your local indie bookstore and support them instead. And if you're new to audiobooks, they're the perfect way to squeeze more reading into your busy life. I constantly have a book in my ear because cleaning the house or exercising is so much more fun while reading.
1: Sign up for Libro.fm and use the code GOODBOOKS to get two books instead of one for the price of your first month's membership. Good books. Good books. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Best Book Club podcast. I'm Shanna, and I'm Jen. And today
0: we will be discussing Beach Read by Emily Henry. Because we both read Book Lovers and loved it so much that we just immediately had to read Beach Lovers as well. Beach Lovers? No, Beach Beach Read. Read. (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to happen a lot in this episode. I am not entirely sure that I know what happened in this book compared to Book Lovers because they have come together together into one large book in my mind so yes that is why I made sure to read them separately
1: for episode recordings
0: yeah so Shannon is the 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 boss
1: yeah she's the boss today (laughs) I hope you guys are ready for a fun episode
0: (laughs) so if you don't know her Emily Henry is an American best-selling author best known for her adult romance novels which include Beach Read, People We Meet on Vacation, and Book Lovers but has also written several YA books, which I still have not looked at. (laughs) Well, not me either. (laughs) I meant to when we talked about book lovers. And then I also meant to for this episode. But I think I'm a little bit nervous because I love these books so much that I'm going to look at her YA stuff and not like them. But you also
1: have read some YA with terrible covers. Mm Mm-hmm. And they've been great. And they've
0: been great. So. Yeah. So I should just give them a chance, but. I mean, I'm not going to. So (laughs) why (laughs) not? Alas, not today. (gasps) Wait. No. Steph. Oh, yeah. Let's make her do it. Steph will do it. She'll do it. Steph loves away. Now she also loves Emily Henry. She was born for this. Yeah. Steph, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) you now have homework. You're welcome. Anyways. Uh, Emily Henry studied creative writing at Hope College, as well as the New York Center for Art and Media Studies, and lives in Ohio and Kentucky. Hey, Sean, are you going to tell me what this uh, book is about so that I know
1: which book we're talking about? Absolutely. Augustus Everett is an acclaimed author of literary fiction. January Andrews writes best-selling romance. When she pens a happily ever after, he kills off his entire cast. They're polar opposites. In fact... The only thing they have in common is that for the next three months, they're living in neighboring beach houses, broke, and bogged down with writer's block. Until one hazy evening, one thing leads to another, and they strike a deal designed to force them out of their creative ruts. Augustus will spend the summer writing something happy, and January will pen the next great American novel. She'll take him on field trips worthy of any rom-com montage, and he'll take her to interview surviving members of a backwoods death cult. Obviously. Everyone will finish a book and no one will fall in love. Really? Ha!
0: Not really. <laughs> not really. Liars. Liar. I mean, fairly good synopsis. Yep. I, as usual, definitely did not read the synopsis before starting this book. And I wasn't disappointed, but I have heard of lots of people who say, one, they thought they were getting like an actual like beach read. I am wearing a... Bright blue shirt covered
1: in palm trees and flamingos for my beachy vibes. (laughs) But yeah, there's no beaches (laughs) in this book. That's not true. There are beaches. But not like beachy fun flamingo beaches.
0: No. And a lot of people in reviews have said that they were really expecting like the beach. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even think of it when I was reading it. But we live somewhere where there's like... A big lake, and that's where you go to the beach. So being on a lake in a lake house, that seemed fine to me. But I didn't expect it to be so it was like we're reading two different genres of books kind of melded together a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I thought that I thought that was fun. But other people just wanted it to be someone's calling. They're not here. (laughs) But other people We're just in it for the nice, light, beachy rom-com read that it kind of sells itself as.
1: It does, yes. If you want a beachy read that's got a lot, oh no, I'm just, I was trying to plug Malibu Rising. No, (laughs) no, There are lots of actual beaches in it, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of rom-coming.
0: No, No, almost none. Almost none me Pretty any much. Roaming. Yeah, pretty much none. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just kind of jumped into general thoughts, but Oh well, the cover is two people on the beach, isn't it? Yeah. They kind of huddle at the beach one time in the cold, I feel like. Yeah. Like they don't It's not even like nice at at they've the <laughs> no. Yeah. So I didn't mind because I really liked the way that the direction like the direction that the book went. But I can see why other people might be upset. And feel kind of tricked by this book.
1: If you take it to the beach and you're like, oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> yeah. It was still so good. So mm-hmm. so that's your general thoughts, my, isn't it? What's well, your rating? My rating
0: is, I love this book. <laughs> I also, I give this one five stars. Book Lovers five stars. I love them. I love them. They were dear to me. So good. So good.
1: Yes, I agree. Yeah. Very good. Five stars.
0: The eyes. Maintained their color. Throughout. Oh, but <laughs> I didn't notice this, but I saw in a review, someone mentioned that uh, she was really focused on, think, what's his name's Gus's facial hair. So at some time she would like talk about is, you know, just past five o'clock shadow. And then at one point they said that she described it as a seven o'clock dusk. Yes, she did.
1: She <laughs> did do that. I remember that line
0: and- specifically. Yeah, I don't. I didn't notice that because I don't know. Seems fine to me. Yeah, what's wrong with it? (laughs) What's the problem? (laughs) When I heard, when I saw this in the review, I was like, "Oh my god!" I wonder if Shannon noticed that.
1: (laughs) I I did. I noticed that line very, very much, but I didn't have a problem with it. I was like, "Huh,
0: clever (laughs) eyes." Though too far, too far. Can't describe eyes. No,
1: no, no. But I mean, if you're going to describe them. Just describe them the same. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might die on this hill. I don't know.
0: <laughs> but no, totally love this book. I loved that it was, was really sweet and romantic, but also there's like a whole other layer of, I don't know, depth to it. And I liked the whole other story that they have going on. It's not just about the romance part. And I felt like even them falling in love, it made sense. And it happened kind of naturally, and I think Emily Henry does a really good job of revealing things throughout the story that kind of like amp it up, and that's really fun. And the characters were really good. I just, yeah. Yeah, I have no, like, actually no complaints about this book. I loved it. Yep. Um, Compared to book lovers. I don't know. I thought I liked book lovers more, but then... I kind of listened to the end of this one again because I couldn't quite remember what happened. And I was like, oh, no, I really like that, too. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I think I like them even like equally. They are really similar stories. They are very, very similar. Yes. And normally that would annoy me a little bit. Maybe like when authors kind of just kind of have like a formula and they kind of just re-release the same story with different characters. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> but in this case, like I don't, I would I don't care. Just keep reading just it. Keep, just keep
1: Keep making this book.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'd also be okay if she just like wrote books of just these couples and then just their lives. Yeah, (laughs) like a book just them. They get up, they do some writing, they go to work, they just are cute together in general for a whole book. No conflict. The end.
1: Yeah, I would read it. (laughs) Honestly, I'm big on those no conflict books these days. Those are all my thoughts. Sweet. Yeah. So. I did this one on audio. I know, Jen, you did too. Uh, we definitely recommend listening to this one on audio. Julia Whelan is a fantastic narrator. I was so in love with her again. If you are interested in buying the Beatrice audiobook and you listen through Libro.fm, consider purchasing the book through our link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, I, I loved the audiobook. So good. But if you don't listen on Libro FM, consider making this switch. When you sign up, you get to choose which bookstore you buy the books from, and a portion of your monthly membership goes directly to them. And if you use our link, you support us as well. And then during checkout, if you use the code Indie, you get your first book for free. And yes. I recommend that book being Beach Read, not Beach Lovers, which is what I was going to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why don't you like book lovers? I said, no, I love it. But I, said, I was going to say beach lovers. Oh, I thought you were going to say don't get, lovers, don't get book, book lovers on. <laughs> no. Oh. You get book lovers, get beach read. Get them both. Just interlinks. Cannot <laughs> speak. It's
1: been a long month. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it's just done. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to get into the plot. Uh, so from this point on, this episode will contain spoilers. You have been warned.
0: So our main character in this one is a romance writer named January Andrews. Her father, who she was very close to, has died. And at his funeral, a woman named Sonia, who turns out to be his mistress, shows up to give her a letter from her dad and also keys to a lake house that he secretly owned in another town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked this right off the bat, how Mm -hmm. this started. I was like, this is awesome. Not what I was expecting at all. No. I was not expecting to start this book in a funeral with a fake life, but we got it. And it was good. And January is a romance writer, so she's just been writing all these happily ever afters. For her whole career and kind of basing them off of her parents' relationship, which is, in her eyes, perfect. Yes. Oh, the whole
1: story at the beginning about her mom getting the cancer diagnosis and them all being sad and then
0: her dad taking them dancing. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So sweet. So good. So learning this, she was just like, not okay. And, I mean, you kind of find out, we we do find out why... She finds out in this way later on, but like I just kind of thought, Dad. Yeah, come on, like, Dad. You're you seem like a really good guy. Why did you do this? See, <laughs> like, I thought it was Sonia being tacky. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ugh. yeah, like why? Right? At first, like why would you? Why are you showing up at the funeral and doing this? This is terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, she probably still didn't have to do it at the funeral, but
1: yeah, I doubt that. That was in
0: his rules. Yeah, but. <laughs> I don't understand why he gave her that job.
1: Yeah. Especially, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. He tells her
0: all about it yeah. himself. We'll, well, we'll get there. Yeah, guess, we'll get but, there. <laughs> yeah. So we don't want to start at the end of it. Yeah. you're saying. Okay. Okay. I guess not. We'll still do that later. <laughs>
1: uh, she takes this news really hard uh, and it turns out that her mother knew about the affair, but refuses to talk about it at all, which I mean, her husband just died.
0: Yeah, she might maybe doesn't want to talk about it.
1: On the drive home from the funeral (laughs) after seeing his husband or her husband's mistress. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So we probably need a break. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like let me cry for a month and then let's talk about it. But then later it's been like a year and she still refuses to talk about it. So it's been a year? Yeah, I think so. I don't think so. I think so. I think it's maybe it's been a year.
1: I don't know. Time is weird. I don't know. Who knows?
0: <laughs> I thought it had been a year, but what do I
1: know? It very well could have been a year. I don't know. I thought it was like four months. Mm. So, yeah. Don't know. Um, it was especially hard for January to imagine because her mom struggled with multiple uh, diagnoses, diagnoses <laughs> of <laughs> cancer. Know. And the thought that her dad was cheating on her while that uh, while she went through that seemed impossible. Which, yeah.
0: It does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's would be quite disappointing to find out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she never... So Sonia gave her this letter from her dad. She never opens it. She just puts it in her purse and carries it around with her forever and ever. Which actually drives me insane. <laughs> I could not imagine not reading anything that someone gives me to read. <laughs> that's true. It would be very, very hard. But, I
1: mean, also her reasoning of that being the last communication or the last thing from her father Ever was very not relatable.
0: My dad's doing okay, but like
1: you know, yeah,
0: just I can oh. understand
1: feeling that. Yeah, way. I guess she
0: doesn't know what it's going to say, and she already has this like kind of now tarnished view of what her dad was and th- what what their life was, and mm-hmm. who knows what it's going to say. Yeah, exactly, but. and what, that's going to be the last note that he ends on. And what
1: else was she saying? Something about how she hated that he would get the last word. Mm.
0: Yeah. Because he's not going to listen to any of her backtalk. Nope, not anymore. After his death, January's boyfriend, Jacques. Jacques.
1: (laughs) Handsome, muscly Jacques.
0: (laughs) Of course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He breaks up with her. And that, mixed with the revelation about her father, has made writing romance absolutely impossible for her. She is out of money, and her publisher is waiting for her to submit the manuscript for her next book. Uh, That she hasn't even started yet. So she goes to stay at the house, like at the lake house that her father had secretly had his love nest in. She goes there to focus on her writing and to get the house ready to sell. Okay, so
1: her dad, how long was this? Because she's had two cancer diagnoses. She was in, I'm calling it diagnoses. That cannot be the right
0: word. It sounds... Diagnosis is, isn't right. It's definitely not right. Diagnosis. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> uh, diagnose. <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? I got so excited. No, two whole runs of cancer. Like this is going to be years. Mm-hmm. If he was only with her for a little bit, I mean, he wasn't really going back there for years, right?
0: No, it was shorter, short periods of time. So why
1: did she have all that furniture there? Did she live there? Did she get kicked out of the house? No,
0: because she was with someone else.
1: Yeah. Was the house just empty? Yeah.
0: So you just had the secret empty lake house. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> How do you hide that from your wife? I uh, know the wife knew about it though, yeah. right? Like, why not take
1: your family there yeah. and make it a happy memory place? Yeah, just take down your weird picture over the toilet of you and <laughs> your girlfriend.
0: Yeah, the Which, end. By the way, don't put up pictures of you and your girlfriend above the toilet. It's <laughs> Can weird. I put a picture of like you and Sam above my toilet? Like, is that, <laughs> yeah. is that okay? Sure. I, I mean, I really you guys gonna make you happy, yeah. <laughs> and then we will get the joke. But anytime anyone comes over, they be like, "Um, why is on and Andrew above your toilet?"
1: but that's not normal Uh,
0: come on that's (laughs) anyways that that was one thing that bothered me yeah that i mean yeah that makes no sense but i just don't i just think if you have a lake house you should use it like what a waste here we are we're trying to like survive in our tiny little apartments yeah (laughs) and this man just has this full lake house and he's just not using (laughs) yeah what and then she's calling her like hey do you want this
1: patio furniture I uh, haven't used it in seven years, so no. <laughs> no.
0: And I'm like, I, I'll i take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? So. <laughs> it sounds lovely. It's like, I can't keep this patio furniture. It was hers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. let can see soon. if it was like the mom not wanting to keep her, their furniture, but come on. Yeah. Just keep it. It's okay. It's fine. So Jacques, he was really annoying. They were together for a really long time and technically they're perfect for each other. But they had, like, no smart spark or anything. They were just, I think what they say, like, when they were out together, they were, like, a great couple. And everyone was like, wow, look at January and Jacques. <laughs> Sorry, anybody who's named actually Jacques, but it's really annoying. I mean, <laughs> this book. people who that's culturally perfect. appropriate for, you are allowed to be named <laughs> <Yes>. Jacques. <laughs> but it just it just was really funny with this character. But anyways, yeah, they're really great As a couple out in public, but when they were alone, they were just like, they had nothing going for them. Yeah. They just had to be on. Yeah. And then when January was no longer bright and bubbly and romantic, he was like, well, this isn't what I want anymore. And he was out of there. And it
1: was what, seven years that they were together.
0: Why is, yeah, seven years is just drilled in my brain. I don't know why. I think
1: it was like, yeah, six or seven. Yeah. Something like that. And really her dad dies and she gets sad and now you're going to break up with her? Yeah. No, he sucks. Totally sucks. Throw him in the trash. Garbage. Her neighbor at the lake house ends up being her college rival, Gus. And I don't think she knows what a rival is. (laughs) (laughs) No. He is also a writer, but he writes literary fiction instead. In college, January remembers him basically making fun of her and her writing constantly because his writing was more serious than hers. He doesn't seem like he remembers her so she just plays along with it but he does remember
0: her cuz he loves he her so he wants to her <laughs> <future. laughs> I always find it annoying when people don't recognize each other <laughs> but then I always think in my actual life whenever I see people I'm like oh they're not going to recognize me and I just assume that they don't but obviously Everyone remembers what everyone looks like. Yeah. You know, like you recognize people. (laughs) I'm getting, (laughs) though, old enough that
1: I started trying to remember people in high school, mm, and I'm like,
0: what was their name? I look at my yearbook, and some people are literally erased from my mind now. Right? (laughs) Totally gone. It's very strange. But in this case, like, they were, like, going head-to-head for all of college. Yeah. So, like, I'm pretty sure... Also, they danced all up on each other at a party. Yeah, So... You know, they got that. They got that. January moves into the house and then there's this big, huge party going on next door and she can't sleep because the music's so loud. So she goes outside and then Gus is out there, not at his party, just being a grump on the porch. And yeah, it was dark. So she didn't really know it was him at the time. And nobody at his birthday party was like, where's Gus? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nobody really cared about him. I didn't even really realize when I first read the book that there was a party happening. I thought he was just like listening to music really loud (laughs) I didn't really realize there was anybody in the house and then later on I was like oh I don't know how did I miss that?" how did I miss that it was an actual party but I guess we never go into the party so I don't know whatever
1: well I mean she's talking about like normal old January would have put on her dress and her high boots and gone over there and done a keg
0: stand or whatever she said I don't remember yeah (laughs) this was an interesting thing what did January look like January looked
1: like she was five foot seven, thin, with dark hair and freckles. <laughs> 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 I didn't think about it. I just made her up. Now, What what she look like? I don't know.
0: I don't think that. Uh, do they even say? I don't actually think that. They I do, don't think no. they do. What does the What does the cover look like? I was just
1: thinking. In my head. I'm like, yeah. It was like shoulder length. Like, am I just describing tall Jen? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, I don't actually think you have freckles. Yeah, you can just see the woman's hat in on the cover. Um, yeah i I realized that I don't think at any point they actually describe. I don't know if they describe what either of them look like. They do describe Gus. He is kind of like a
1: tall, wiry kind of mm. guy. Yeah, but like the like the skinny, muscly
0: kind of mm. look. Yeah. You want to know who I always, always picture now, especially in, like, these rom-com settings?
1: Colin Firth, every
0: time. (laughs) No, but I do love Colin Firth. He is my grumpy old, not necessarily old, but my grumpy old Englishman. And I don't know why, because I, you know, I don't really find this particular man that attractive. Well, maybe I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's pretty good. Who is it? Who's Ryan
1: choice? Rob. Um, what's Pattinson's first name?
0: Rob Pattinson, but that's Rob not who it is. is. <laughs>
1: this is guy is. Why don't I? He have- looks like Rob Pattinson mixed with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> I can see
0: that. What's his name? Chuck Bass. Oh, that's his character. Oh, uh, played by Ed Westwick, uh, who plays Chuck from Gossip Girl. He is all of my, especially like these characters where it's like grumpy man actually turns out to be kind of pretty good, and that's my picture. Every single time. Can't yeah. stop it.
1: So even if they did. Yeah. Minor are always just kind of like modified Andrews. <laughs> yeah. <kind of> <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, oh, yeah, black hair.
0: <laughs> Pete, <laughs> the woman who owns the local bookstore coffee shop, invites January to her book club, and she thinks that she was doing an event. But it turns out it's just a local book club that reads spy novels.
1: So how did you feel about her pink eye?
0: <laughs> I loved it oh my god Pete is so funny she's just like doesn't know anything about any coffee <laughs> oh, uh, it sounded so bad oh my god <laughs> oh. yeah you don't want to drink a drink called the pink eye <laughs> <laughs> no nope. at all no oh. but it made me love Pete so much <laughs> and, okay,
1: red eyes coffee with a shot of espresso right yeah, yeah. Uh, and the espresso sounded like
0: sludge oh my god yeah, I was like, "Here, I will give you my coffee consultation yeah. services, <laughs> please, please, you can please." Go please, save please. This business. <laughs> uh, I like she had a
1: line. It was something like, "I took three sips, and that was two sips too many." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, so disappointing. I just know what that's like. It's terrible. Also, oh my god, what was it? The red, white, and Blue. The red, white, white Russians and blue yeah. <laughs> book
1: club. <laughs> uh, I just love so much as
0: all spy novels. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, oh, I loved it. <laughs> it made me super happy. It's so funny. <laughs> um, Gus is also there, and it's obvious that he was also under the impression that that maybe he was the main event of this book club meeting, that they were reading his book. They are not. They're reading their spy novels. God, could you imagine how that would feel? After your book comes out. (laughs) It'd be horrible. And it is. They're both mortified. And January's father's mistress, Sonia, is also there because this is a small town. There's not that many book clubs. So she's there. She's friends with them all. And January has some wine in her purse that she just starts drinking in the bathroom, gets really drunk. Sonia excuses herself as she should in that situation. And yeah, the whole thing's pretty uncomfortable but hilarious. But then, yeah, January's drunk, so Gus convinces her to let him drive her home.
1: I mean, it was a very. Oh, her whole thing about the Uber. No, 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 an Uber is coming. There is no Uber in this town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's like looking at her phone. Nope, on the way. <laughs> I'll just walk. <laughs> it's the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. It's like miles. Yeah. <laughs> Their banter was really good. Uh, again. So
0: good. Yeah, Emily Henry just writes amazing banter. I love it. On the way home, Gus takes her for donuts and bad coffee to... There's a lot of bad coffee in the book. There's a lot. <laughs> and I just think, you're writing the book. Just write good coffee. <laughs> Why do they have to have bad coffee? Why can't they just have good coffee?
1: Mm. Is there coffee in your book? No.
0: It's probably safe. Kind of like in...
1: um. Sorry, this is an aside. What's that book I hate? Where the... Cuckoos sing. <clears throat> yeah, where the where the crawdads sing? <laughs> oh, God, God, I was close. Yeah, like there was really good writing mm-hmm. about you just like you write, all of a sudden, like really in depth coffee detail, <laughs> and then like just yeah. back to the normal programming. And then wait a minute, <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> I mean, if I ever have a book where that would fit in, maybe I would. But uh, yeah, not today. Not today. Anyways, as going for donuts, Gus admits that he does remember her, obviously, and. Yeah, January. I feel like this is how I remember it. She alludes to them not really talking at all in college, other than to make fun of each other's writing. Yeah, and then she's like, "Except for that one night." And they don't really say what happens at first. It's just like
1: I think we already knew because she told us. As the I don't narrator, remember, I
0: don't remember knowing. I Maybe I, I missed it. I'm pretty sure I, I may have missed it because when they when she they do talk about like what actually happened and how. Uh, Yeah, at this one party, they just, like, had this super hot dance session. I was like, yes!
1: I feel like... I love it! (laughs) Because, so, in usual Best Book Club fashion, we have completely eliminated a character. Her name is Shoddy. (laughs) I'm the best friend. She shows up eventually. She almost feels like a tool to tell us stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I think that it was... I think... That we found out about it when she's telling us something, like where she's talking to Shoddy about him. I could also be
0: wrong. I don't know. In my remembrance, we find out that they just had something happen, but we didn't find out what. And then later, found out super hot dance party. It doesn't really matter. I was, I loved that. Yeah, it was great. I loved it, so good. But yeah, ended up not going anywhere. Why? I don't really know. They just January pro. Sobered up and was like, "Oh my god, this is embarrassing." Right? I Even mean, though she was in love with him. Yeah. There was one time when I went to a party in high school, and this like super popular guy that I had a really big crush on. Like, we had a moment, and then we never had a moment again because uh-huh. I was like, "That is humiliating. He is going to like, I don't know, like he's never going to talk to me again in public." Yeah, and I just, <laughs> just we just pretended it never happened. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with it now, <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, that
1: did happen. But yeah, it's just a mortification you can hold on to for uh, the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he teases her about the happy endings she always writes, and she admits that she's having a hard time writing about happy endings lately and that she's having a hard time writing anything at all. They both think that each other's styles of writing can't be that hard. I'm sorry, you don't think that literary fiction is that hard to write January (laughs) I mean not that romance is easy like you know what I mean yeah it it's hard yeah he's like I've spent four years researching this novel (laughs) yeah that's where there's just a little bit of like yeah anyway they don't think it's that hard so they challenge each other and to be fair writing any book is hard yeah (laughs) 100% of books hard hard January will write a work of serious literary fiction and Gus will write one with a happily ever after ending. Whoever sells their book first wins, and the loser has to help promote the winner's book. Once a week, they will take each other on little educational field trips to teach each other about their genres. Which, I mean, have you ever seen a more transparent let's hang out (laughs) ploy?
0: (laughs) Because really, they didn't have to do these field trips. No. I mean, that's just making it easier on them. (laughs) Was this...
1: A better or worse bet, do you think, than in Book Lovers, where he bet his
0: house. <laughs> <laughs> See, that just made no sense to me. But this, I actually really liked this better. I just... She was on a tight deadline to write a romance novel. I
1: was like, really? You're gonna...
0: Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. When Now she has to write like literary fiction and then pitch that to her publisher instead. Yeah. It's like, oh, that is... Scary. risky that was risky. a risky move yeah but i i actually yeah, i really liked this whole challenge they had mm-hmm. going on it was lots of fun and because we're going back and forth between them like working on these different genres that's where it kind of comes into like almost a mix of genres like obviously this isn't literary fiction but it has some of those aspects that was really fun. on their first literary fiction educational excursion gus takes her to interview a woman whose sister was in a suicide cult because he's been working on a suicide cult book for five years and yeah his t- style of writing takes a ton of research and then to educate gus on romance she takes him to a carnival because it's a perfect place for characters to meet and fall in love
1: and also her parents met at a carnival
0: yeah oh so cute I also love though that her book's going to be for a circus. Yeah, so I, I want. I now I want to find a good circus book.
1: Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard because mm-hmm. I've tried. Yeah, <laughs> I've, yeah, we've tried. Everyone tells me to read the night circus, and I still
0: haven't. I know I own it. I still haven't read it me either. Me too. It's says it, everyone says it's so good, and I think it just kind of comes down to not wanting it to not be good, yeah, and being disappointed. It's been super hyped, and I've heard of. Cause it's by Aaron M- Morgenstern. Yep. I've heard like a lot of her books are really good, but some of them are not. So I'm just like, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. Do. I'm scared of it.
1: I just, I want like a very specific kind of a carnival. Ooh, actually have you read, uh... I'll ask you this later. Sorry guys. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. We find out um, too, that Gus's father was really abusive and his mother would never leave him. So he's really interested in the reasons people stay in bad situations um, hence, suicide cult book. He's researching, talking to the people who wouldn't leave the suicide cult. Yeah, I was going to say I love suicide cults, but I don't really yeah, I know. just like reading about them in fictional books yes. and also non-fictional books. <laughs> just not in real life. I would prefer that it did happen. Yeah, I, I don't
1: really want to be in one.
0: <laughs> yeah, they start writing their books and I really love this. They Their houses are so close together that they both just sit in their own house and they can see into each other's kitchen windows and they just write by each other, but in their own houses. And then they write notes for each other on big pieces of paper and hold them up. It was so cute. It's very love actually. Yeah. Except for without the affair. Like no, there not, was it's not there an affair, affair. <laughs> the cheating, the <laughs> weird, oh. it's not an affair, but that's extreme. But I, I love that scene in love actually. I think it's like really sweet. He comes up and he pulls up the, things and stuff and then it's like oh but why couldn't this happen to someone who's not already married yeah i mean the really
1: the only thing that guy had going for him was a sweater yeah (laughs) 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 that sweater (sighs) still looking (laughs) okay for romance education january takes him to a meg ryan triple feature at the local drive-in where who K. who can go to a triple feature
0: I can't even go to a single feature. I can barely go to a single feature. <laughs> like, like, we have a drive in semi, not like, like, driving drive in semi, which is not that far, far. but it's like, you know, something that people, people hard, do do it. it. But I've, I've never done it, done it. because you have to drive in an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour, and then, go to a double feature movie that starts at like, at like, at nine or something, and then, which is impossible. And all I want to do is go to Stay in a hotel? That seems ridiculous. Ugh, I don't know. When you live only an hour away. I know. I mean, don't believe me. I feel you. But a Meg Ryan triple feature would be sweet. I would I would definitely try to think about going
1: to that. <laughs> Honestly, I could watch the first one and then fall asleep during the second one and then be rested for my drive home after yeah. <laughs> I miss the third one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they end up making out and then they get kicked out. So that's another way to get out of having to stay for the whole thing. <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah. get like
0: real yeah, hot just and heavy. really get it on
1: I've actually wondered about that so I'm guessing people get kicked out for that kind of thing I guess is
0: somebody like walking
1: around looking in the cars right can you hot box your car is that allowed <laughs> or is that not allowed I don't know maybe are you allowed to drink in your car I'm pretty sure that's is that illegal I think it's illegal yeah it seems illegal I th- I'm sure people do it <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this is no drive-ins. <laughs> um. After that, Gus disappears without any explanation, and January finds out that Pete is actually Gus's aunt, though no one mentioned that before. Pete tells her that Gus's wife left him on his birthday one year ago. <laughs> so now, every year on his birthday, his best friend throws him a huge party to take his mind off of it. Which is, I mean best friend <laughs> doesn't work yeah also like look at your sad friend on the patio <laughs> yeah. are you throwing not yourself the party. A party? <laughs> yeah. uh. so not only is she hurt that he has taken off without talking to her but now she feels like maybe she doesn't know him at all which to be fair she doesn't he doesn't he just <laughs>
0: pretty much met him <laughs> but she she's been talking to him about her like she told him about her dad and all of her romance problems of writing and stuff. And in her mind, he is like this player that doesn't do relationships. And I think he says like he does. He yeah, says like, him. oh yeah, I'm not not into commitment or something. It's like know, a whatever. one
1: and done deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. And everybody gets one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a little <laughs> bit, you know, but whatever. Still love him. Yeah. So she thinks he's like n- not that kind of guy all to get married. And then she finds out that he was married. He was married for two years to a woman named Naomi. And yeah, he, she left him for his college roommate. I bet he showed up with a sign
1: and a great sweater.
0: (laughs) And she didn't just kiss him. She just actually ran off. Yeah. Yeah. Must be it. But he, he does come back eventually. I think, what was he doing with his tattoo? He was just getting it blobbed out. Yeah, he had like a tattoo with her or something. It was a Möbius strip, yeah, which I googled and kind of figured out what that was.
1: Well, why don't you just watch Loki season one? (laughs) Uh, I have. You are a liar. Not. (laughs) I'm so
0: behind. (laughs) I'm still watching Thor Ragnarok from three months ago. (laughs) ago. Well,
1: yeah, no, your triple feature days are not. I'm a half feature (laughs)
0: Kind of gal Kind of gal (laughs) Um, Yeah he got his his Tattoo covered up I don't know He was gone Three days Something like that that. Which is too long To not say anything Yeah He just made out with her Meg Ryan movie Like You have to Say something
1: Yeah Not just like sad And I mean Really the tattoo artist Saw his tattoo And was like Yeah you
0: know what Let's just black
1: that out Yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they probably could have come up with something better. Yeah. I mean, maybe he just really wanted it just covered up. But yeah. that's not any better, having some, like, blob on your arm. Yeah. Make it look like a weird birthmark. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So after all this, she's like, I'm just gonna let him go. Be cool, man. You're not cool, January. No. Don't pretend to be cool. I mean, you're pretty cool, but not, well, she's not, like, cool. not like this. All yeah. right. It's not chill. Um, but he, co- yeah, he comes back. And he's like, whatever. So then, she decides to take him line, da- take him to a line dancing lesson, which is basically his worst nightmare. <laughs> but they end up drinking and dancing and having fun, and then they almost have sex a whole bunch of times. But I kind of just block out sex scenes now. Yeah. So I don't really know how many times they almost did it. I forget. I know. I I don't even remember what when they were. These ones, when did they do it? They did it.
1: Oh, and then not his wife, but his best friend called right after. was the first
0: time. Yeah. So. Oh, and then they do it
1: in a tent. Oh, I had a problem with that. That was a C okay. and I had a problem with
0: <laughs> Okay, it. we'll have to get there. Yeah. Uh, they do finally do it before going to Pete's 4th of July party. But yeah, Gus, Gus gets a phone call and then he acts all like weird and freaky after. Because turns out that it was his divorce attorney, who is also his best friend, who is also a woman who and January is surprised to find that out. She also warns Gus to be like his friend, warns Gus to be careful because apparently he was crazy about January in college and she's worried that he, it's going to like mess him up to get involved. But January definitely thinks it's his ex-wife calling and
1: then he kicked her out of the house immediately after doing it Yeah, and then doesn't explain anything. And then acts really weird to her? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what she's going to think. She's going to feel bad about that. (laughs) Yes, Gus, come on. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, and also uh, Naomi and his best friend are also, like, best friends. Mm -hmm. So that's weird. What is he saying? That, like, they just have pictures of each other in Cancun? Or not of each other, but together in Cancun? (laughs) Yeah.
0: Just pictures of each other with their toilets. With <laughs> 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 exactly.
1: Uh, the next day, here it is, they go to see the site of the cult New Eden. It is basically burned to the ground, killing a bunch of people. Gus brings a tent and provisions just in case. Lucky, because there ends up being a very, very bad storm. The whole time that they're going up there, it is raining and it is just gross. And then they have to stay in the tent I'm pretty sure this is what happened. Am I misremembering? Because I'm pretty sure that they do it in that tent. I'm pretty sure they
0: do it in the tent. Which is on, at the site. Well, they, see, they got to the site. It was really sad and depressing to see this burned down cult town. And then January's like, um, can we, like, set up around the corner? So what? they do go around the corner, and so they can't see it anymore. But Isn't they're still better? there. They're still there.
1: <laughs> it? I just, hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It makes me think of, like, doing it in a
0: graveyard. Yeah. It seems impolite. It's impolite. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Just because you go around the corner from the graveyard, like, behind a tree. Yeah, it's still... You're still you know, there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: yeah but. So, anyways, the whole time they start doing it, I'm like, are you really? Like, I remember my nose crinkling.
0: Just be like, <laughs> <"Ooh."> what? <laughs> Emily? Yeah, uh, me, I was like, ah, another sex scene. I don't, I don't I, I'm just bored of them, so yeah. I don't remember. You love the love, not the love-making. Yeah. This read too many... Too many. So they finish their books and send them. They think do I, finish their books. I feel like more happened between then and then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dave is a guy. He's one of the cult members. I mean, there's a whole cult storyline. I think I just put, yeah, it's great. It's good. Yes. Yeah. Sad. We learn lots about Gus and his sadness. And her heart is just broken because
0: nobody chose him. Yeah. Don't worry. She's going to choose. She's going to choose him. They get invited to an author event starring them for reels this time. Yes. <laughs> they are sure. <laughs> they hope. <laughs> At the event, Naomi, Gus's wife, shows up and totally derails the whole thing. She doesn't do anything, but she's there. And that is too much for Gus and January. Gus gets all freaked out. January gets all freaked out. What does Naomi look like? Oh, doesn't she have, like, the, like, angled harsh bob or something? Oh, I had really curly hair. Oh, I don't know. Had, like, I think I just put on, like, villain hair on her. <laughs> <laughs> like, Black angled
1: bob. No, no. For me, she had, like, curly, big, like, loopy,
0: kind of like that style of... Cur- I was just... Mm. I think I do remember. It was, like, like so curly. bouncy. Because like- she had she an artist... Or is that a different book? She
1: was an artist. And I feel like an artist would have yes. curly hair. Curly hair. And she's currently <laughs> just like so smoking hot. Yeah. Which is annoying when
0: you're the new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And you look out at your author event and see smoking hot. Not- basically current wife still sitting there. It's yeah. terrible. It's not what you want.
1: Anyways, yeah, everyone's super upset about it. So that's too bad. Sonia also shows up. And insists that January finally lets her explain. God, January's having a bad night. It's just a bad, like, little bit. Yeah, it's not good. She tells her that she and her father were high school sweethearts. Then they ran into each other during a brief period where January's parents were separated and kind of got back together again. Um, this is the old classic, we were on a break from friends. Yep, they right. were on a break. No, you don't get... Uh, uh have an affair break when you're married, no, and not one where you buy a lake house. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: too much, too far.
1: Especially when the break ends up not being that long. Yeah. Like
0: he moves fast. I mean,
1: <laughs> he bought a house. He yeah, he bought the lake house. He was planning on moving there, which you have a kid. Yeah. Yeah, The more we talk, January's dead. Like, what the heck? (laughs) Oh my god, I couldn't even imagine. Whatever. But yeah, then her mother was diagnosed with cancer, and that changed everything. Which sounds like it should be sweet, but actually sounds more like he was like, well, I just gotta wait out this
0: clock. So, (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So, in this show that we were watching, this woman finds out that her husband's having an affair. And then she's like befriends his mistress to try to, like, get information or, like, try to convince the mistress to, like, break up with him or whatever. And then she tells her husband that she has six months to live, that she's, like, dying of cancer, but she's not. Yeah. (laughs) And then her friend, the mistress, says, oh, he asked me to marry him. He said he just needs six months. (laughs) It's so terrible. That's totally the vibe I got. It's (laughs) so... Funny. That's funny (laughs) and horrible. But yeah, exact same thing. (laughs) Uh, He went
1: back to his family and ended the relationship with Sonia. Wow, how brave. Yeah. Good for you, man. And then when the cancer returned, he called Sonia up for comfort. Not the person to call.
0: No, it's
1: not. (laughs) And they started seeing each other again. I think I might hate her dad. Anyways, when the cancer again went into remission, he ended the relationship for good. When he died, his lawyer called Sonia and gave her the keys to the house and the letter so that she could give them to January. See,
0: yeah, this, it sounds like he is a total a-hole, but somehow Emily Henry does a really good job of writing it like he's not. Like he's just he's a, just horrible, a human. flawed person. Yeah. He's yeah. a human man. He definitely made mistakes. And now January has to, like, forgive him and, like, realize that it's okay to still love her dad as... His- dad because he was still a really good dad
1: yeah and it's easy to really see all of the mistakes when you write them all in the
0: same paragraph yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah january finally reads the letter from her father and it leads to more letters how
1: badly did you want to start writing your kids you better not do you write your kids letters every birthday i think of it (laughs) okay i was like i think no do not Pinterest mom me right
0: now. <laughs> I definitely I wrote okay I wrote one for Jora, but then I read it and I was like I'm not giving this. I was 19. I sounded like a total tool. <laughs> I'm like I I cut it up. Oh no, <laughs> 100 was will terrible. No, um, and the looks. Yeah, so he writes her a, a letter every year on her birthday. And he writes way too much information in these letters. (laughs) They're a bit adult. Yeah. (laughs) I think. Um, I find, like, if I was going to write letters to my kids every year on their birthday, which every year I think, damn, I should have done that. But I feel like if I didn't start at one, I don't, I can't
1: just start now. Right? I know. That's what I think, too. Of course, I can't even do a
0: baby book. Yeah, I not at all. I suck. <laughs> Not at all. I also started to draw a baby book, and then I read it, and I was like, I can't keep this. So I ripped the cover off because it has her ultrasound picture, and I threw the rest out. <laughs> oh. And Sam bought baby books for the new the little girls, but I I no, I, I suck. I can't, yeah, I can't do it. I always think I'm going to remember everything. And I don't. I forget it all. I know. I, that's why I don't write it down because I'll remember, it, but I don't.
1: I have one for Ben, which I've started, but.
0: Yeah, the other two just don't get one. Now I have to get rid of this other one because, yeah. no, that's <laughs> right. not fair. Right, so I just have to fill it out with a bunch of fake information because I don't actually remember the first time they did anything. Maybe this is what I'll do with writing
1: group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll start writing them. I'll get different colored pens and write them a letter from mm. every year. wink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, the letters are like, they start out just like, oh, you're so you know wonderful, um, blah, 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 regular dad, kid letters. And then they start being like, I've made a mistake Mm-hmm. I'm seeing someone else. I'm like, what? happy birthday. <laughs> why would you write this to your kid? Did he know he was going to die? I don't think so. I think he just died suddenly. Right.
1: So why was he like, well, it's almost your birthday, but I'm writing this early yeah. because I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. Like why, why did the lawyer have the letter? I don't know. It's yeah. But they go into like, he says like he really wants January to know him and to know everything about him and that he wants her to forgive him. And I'm like, Why?
1: What if he just didn't tell her? Yeah. What if the lawyer gave her the letter? Yeah. The lawyer's not going to have any qualms with giving her a thing like the mom might have.
0: Yeah. Just let the lawyer do it. Why did Sonia have to do it? I guess it was like Sonia could explain more, but couldn't he just write more in the letters? I don't know. Or, or he just... could not write it in the letters. He... he could not tell his
1: daughter about it. Sonia could have met her and just like gotten to know her.
0: Somebody who knew his dad or her dad. The end. Yeah. What a nice, I,
1: lovely life for her.
0: Free house. <laughs> free surprise house, not free surprise... Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> like, it, it's, she, it's not something that she needs to know about her dad, I think. I think it's okay that you don't know everything about your parents. I think so, too. There's. I don't want to know everything about my parents. No. Not at all.
1: I feel like trauma is always a free surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have a free house. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> ten out of ten times. Yeah, so... January is like really upset about her dad she doesn't know where Gus is because he's taken off after Naomi and isn't answering her calls or whatever so she calls up Shadi her BFF and she just hops on the next train which I thought was so nice just yeah. like it's like I need you and then she's like I'm coming on my way
1: and then it. I love it she gets there and she's like okay Let's clean. Yeah. (laughs) This
0: place is a
1: hole. Yes. You need to go put on pants with a button. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I did love her, um, her writing outfit though. What was her give up pants? (laughs) Gotta have some give up pants. (laughs) I mostly have a give up wardrobe at this point, but to be fair, it's my style.
0: Yeah. So it's okay. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, so inside of the safe were the rest of the letters and the key to a boat named January. It also had a secret boat? Yeah, but why is it named January? Like, oh my god, why are you obsessed with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: He does, yeah. I think he does pretty much say in the letters, January, I am obsessed with you. I am completely obsessed with that And boat. I do every single day say, I am obsessed with, insert child's name. <laughs> Whichever child you are currently <laughs> looking at, Yeah. yeah. So I guess it makes sense, but like you can't just have a secret boat. Like, like I could have a secret boat. It's rude. It's rude. It's so rude. <laughs> like if you had a secret boat and you never took me on it, I'd be so mad.
1: <laughs> That's true. I would be so bad at keeping a secret. Boat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't keep a secret anything. <laughs> I can't keep a secret book. Never mind a secret boat. Uh, January spends the night talking to her best friend, and it's pouring rain. Gus is trying to call her, but she can't answer the phone can't or won't both, both so yes. dramatic very <laughs> then he's pounding on the door so they go outside and at first he's gone which I was like what man
0: <laughs> what? Know, he just drives away oh, what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> <Nighy-nighy nine doors. laughs> like that's just really rude after everything that's happened oh
1: well, it's like um I don't know a week or two ago he dropped me off a coffee at my house <laughs> and I I get a snap and it's just a picture of coffee at my doorstep. I was like, ah, so I go and I get
0: it. And I don't know. I was like, did you run? Like, I swear the snap just came in. (laughs) (laughs) So I knew that if I just sent it right then that you just open the door and I'd be like, ha ha, I'm still here. (laughs) And like, you were just having a bad day. So I was like, I didn't want you to have to be like, want to come in? So I was like, leave it. And then take the picture, walk away for a while. Then send it. <laughs> Literally still. Until
1: you told me this now, I could not figure out how you left that fast. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh. It is possible to take a picture and send it at a later time. <laughs> well, now, now I you know. know. <laughs> yeah, now, you know. Uh. now I know that Literally every snap is just immediate from you. <laughs> it's exactly what's happening in that exact moment. It's, I mean, which even... is u- it's usually how it goes. Right. It's just I was trying to be sneaky slash helpful, and it worked. It worked beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I thought of when I read this line. <laughs> it's like, uh...
1: Oh yeah, so he's missing. He's not really missing. He just is very fast. Yep. Um, oh yeah, and then uh, loud music starts playing from his house, just like on January's first day there. And then he comes outside to dance with her in the rain, which was kind of like an ongoing joke with mm. them throughout the book. He tells her that Naomi wanted to get back
0: together, but he wants January instead. Yeah. But first he goes, yeah, she wanted to get back together. And I thought maybe I could, I, I could be with her again. I could forgive her for what she did. And he just goes on and on and on. He's January's like... Just squeezing her <laughs> yeah. heart and then like letting go a little and squeezing yeah. again. Yeah. She's like, just dying inside crying <laughs> like she's so heartbroken that he's like telling like holding her i'm gonna go back to my wife pretty much and then at the end he's just like but no i want you instead i'm like yeah. start with that man <laughs> <laughs> start there and then you can tell it <laughs> yeah ugh. i ugh, i'd be so mad i'd punch him i know i'd actually punch him he needed it <laughs> <laughs> Kate. So when you
1: heard the line, nine months later, what did you think? Yeah, I was so sure that she was
0: going to be pregnant. Like, yeah. What? It's like, oh, we're going there? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird it's a weird turn. Yeah. Right? Weird. Like, why would you use nine months later? Yeah. She's just trying, trying to trick us. Yeah. Because right. you don't pick nine months for no reason. Nine months is a very specific number of months. Trick. <laughs> But yeah, it's nine months later. January has sold her book, and she's written another one called The Curmudgeon, which is actually a romance. Mm, and um, not she's... a man called Uve. Yeah. Well, it's a man called Uwe, but young and without all the death, I'm sure. Probably less death, yeah. <laughs> Probably significantly less death. But the book The Curmudgeon shows up in Book Lovers, which is awesome. Oh, it. is that the one that they were grabbing? Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. Gus, he is still in the midst of editing his book. She has sold her father's house and got her own apartment in town. Uh, she and Gus are just being so cute together all the time. I love when he's like, it's a good day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just anything they're doing. It's yeah. Good day. It's so nice. I love it. Then they read each other's books one day on the beach. I think maybe the only time they go to the beach.
1: Yeah, that was his birthday. Yeah. Because he said that he finally told his best friend. That he doesn't want that stupid party. Yeah, stop throwing those. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. He said that all he wants to do is go and read on the beach
0: with her. Yep. So they read each other's books. And <laughs> January's, uh, I think, I really wanted a circus book, but I was kind of bored of January's book. Like, I didn't think it sounded that good. <laughs> I thought it sounded great. I don't know. I would have so I it. don't remember. It sounded had a supposed to have a sad ending that she doesn't end up with the one that she loved or whatever. That was the sad part.
1: yeah no, the rest of it though, I liked uh what was it, the sad clowns? Yeah. I want a clown book.
0: That's what I want. I want a clown book. Yeah, right? A clown
1: book. <laughs> but not it. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> Different. But Gus's book was like his happy ending was these this couple they're in love and they escape the cult. <laughs> Yeah. And as they're driving away, happy and like la la la, the this meteor hits the the earth, and and, they ex- and then they die, but they died happy and together. Yeah, so which I'm is like the way to mean, go. that's yeah, if you're gonna go, that's the way to go. So that was his happy ending. That was hilarious. Yeah. but yeah, then they go back to his beach house, and when they open the door. there's this big surprise party. Everyone says, like, happy anniversary! There's a big banner. and She's like, what the heck? What is this? What do you mean? And also, something I was confused about was that it says that everyone was dressed vaguely as pirates. She was called a pirate a whole bunch of times in the book. (laughs) Something that her dad would say. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed out of place a little bit, but... (laughs) I was confused. Maybe because I I'm maybe... somebody
1: who's known to sometimes dress vaguely like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I was like, <laughs> are they trying to dress as like circus people from her book? Or like, <laughs> I don't know. I missed the pirate thing, but I, I still it was good. But January is really confused. And then Gus gets down on one knee. And instead of pulling out a ring, he pulls out a folded piece of paper that says, Marry me. Which is so cute. So cute. So cute. Yeah. <sighs> Again, love. The love actually feel without the cheating part. Yep, so good. I loved it. Loved, love, 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 love. It was so good. It, it was
1: it. so 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 good. Oh my goodness! And we didn't talk about any of Shadi's relationships. <laughs> she was well, a hilarious side character. Haunted hat. Yeah, haunted cowboy hat. I think. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> uh, the name of the guy that she was currently in love with. He had a bunch of hats. Yeah. <laughs> Something about them was haunted. I don't know, but yeah, she was good sidekick, best friend. Yeah, was she like was her. a fun...
1: Every time, like, we started talking to her about her, like, they pretty much just talk through text, mm-hmm. but it always was, like, a little bright spot. It was
0: nice. Yeah.
1: Because that's what this book needed, was bright
0: spots. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot of, like, suicide culting, so... it was, and more I mean, than I expected, for sure. affairs, secret lives and stuff, so... Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind of did need a little bit of brightness. I thought her dad was going to have, like, a full-on second life, mm-hmm. so... This was better. <laughs> yeah. When it turns out that he kind of had an affair that was short-lived. Yeah. <laughs> that's better than, like, other kids and mm, other wife. And right. That they were still, to, like, together. Like, I thought that they were... Yeah.
1: Like, he just had a full-on second family. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: he just died, and now this she's also a
1: widow. <laughs> so I understand that that's why she thought that it was so much worse than it was. Which...
0: Yeah. I guess we were just on the same ride as her until we found out the truth. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: But anyways, uh, final thoughts? Love it. So good. Love
0: it. Loved every second of it. Would read it again. Probably will. Because, yeah, so good. Definitely recommend. I am recommending it to literally everyone. Yep. Me too. Me too. I'm going to buy this one for myself as well. Yep. I will be as well. It's just like, even... If you're not a huge romance reader, it's really, really good. Maybe I'm just becoming one. I don't know. You might be. I might You've be. You've got a lot of I'm, romances here. Yeah, I'm having a great time. So yeah, read it. Everyone, just read it. I'll probably pick up
1: uh, People We meet On Vacation, even though it was my least favorite. I just, now I need to have them all
0: together yeah. on the shelf. Mm-hmm. I know someone had commented somewhere on Facebook, because I'm always telling people every time someone's asking for a rec, I'm like, just read Beach Read or yeah. just read Book Lovers. <laughs> And then someone was like, oh, I just bought the three book set on, they sent like a link to, you know, wherever, a webpage that was selling it, but it was in like the UK mm. and not in Canada. I couldn't get it. And I was really upset. Yeah. So We've that's what I got want. Canadian problems. Yeah. Canadians can't get anything.
1: It's, it's so, <laughs> I'm like, it's, they're right there. Yeah. I can see the States. I can't see the States.
0: But I could if I drove a couple hours. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's <gasps> really not far. <laughs> and I think I really like the UK covers. They're oh, really fun. So I so have
1: absolutely paid to have UK covers brought over. And it is expensive. Yeah. It is not a <laughs> right. good use of my... Well, it's a great use of my money. It's my money. Yeah. I love my books. Yeah, that's okay. But yeah. So, guys, that's all we have for you today. That's it. That's it.
0: Next week, I am going on vacation. I have... A lot of vacations this month. I am taking my daughter to a concert, and then I am going away to a lake house for ooh, a week. Ooh, what is she seeing? Who? who? mitsky Oh, Mitsuki. Yeah. classic. No idea. Yeah, <laughs> no one has any idea who Mitsuki is apparently. And then I'm going camping. So we are deciding that next week we are just going to take a break, and instead we are going to play you one of our older episodes. You can see what we sounded like way back in twenty 21, twenty one. Twenty twenty. I don't know. <laughs>
1: this is our second year. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it must have been twenty twenty. Must have been. Is that how time works? I don't know. But this was like confused. our third episode. So if you notice a drop in us
0: knowing what we're doing at all, that's what's up. Yeah. So. But uh, we are going to show you guys. Our discussion about The Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Because we love it so much. And everyone else loves it, so
1: you're going to love it too. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. I think eventually we will re-record like a Song of Achilles episode in more of our put-together, we-know-what-we're-doing style. But for now, just enjoy the past. Just float back in time with us. And... <laughs> <laughs> yes, and enjoy. Oh, in Book Club, though. Do you guys want to know what we're reading for Book Club? You should already know. It's halfway through the month. Come on, guys. Yeah, get on it. We're reading Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So pick that up, read it, and we will be discussing it at the end of the month. Our discussion starts on Instagram and Facebook on Wednesday the 24th. 24th. So yeah, you can join in the discussion over there. And yeah, that's about it, guys. All right. See you next week. See you next week. Oh, and by see you next week, I mean we will not see you next week. We'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks. All right.
0: Bye.